ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of almost all ages, with parental consent. The Sick Twisted Minds at Sacrificial Pond Productions brings you a new style of horror film, like nothing you have seen before. There are no cops, no investigations. There is no backstory, no follow-up of the victims who are brutally tortured and murdered. Our story isn't about them. Normal terror is about a single dad struggling to make ends meet. His son is his first priority. He goes to work, pays his bills, and is generally a great dad. The twist comes after he puts his son to bed. This is where he releases his stress. Some people do yoga, some hit the gym, some go for runs, some people paint on a canvas. An anonymous source once wrote on an abandoned asylum wall, I never understood people until I took one apart just to see how it worked. If you are rear-ended in traffic, most people's thought runs to anger and their primal instincts of hurting the other party. Sam Neill does not have the ability to stop that primal instinct. Let us take you into the mind of a killer. Normal Terror is a concept from the mind of Sam Mason, who wrote, directed, produced, and is starring in this new age feature film. Let's get slicing and dicing with Sir Sturdy Horror fans. On this podcast, you will hear me and a guest do some movie reviews, random funny horror chats, and whatever else comes to mind. So tune in, kick back, relax, and always remember... I'll see you in your nightmares. Well, this station's mask. Ladies and gentlemen, hello again. Welcome to another fun, exciting, creepy episode, Horror with Sir Sturdy, and I have my guest slash one of my many co-hosts, Matt, with me today. Matt, what's up? Hey, what's up, man? How you doing? I'm doing great, and um, it's Friday, and uh, it's Friday the 18th of June, 2018. There's a, um, a trailer that came out. I don't know if you heard about this trailer coming out today, Matt, but... um. The Halloween trailer. Oh yeah, had to see that when it when it came up. And what did you think? After watching it, I was realizing, okay, they're not going the original route they wanted. Thank God. What well, was supposed to take place between one and two. Mm-hmm. So this takes place way after everything occurs, because Laurie Strode is now older. She's got the long gray hair. I'm like, good. They didn't do that other route they were supposed to do. So she's prepared. I guess she lives through H2O. So I'm like, or was at the end of Resurrection she died? Yeah, end of end of Resurrection. Yeah. So, so we know she actually lives through Resurrection. Well, and before before you get into that next thought, though, I thought that this was supposed to be like a direct sequel from the first one, and the rest never happened. Mm-hmm. So I I don't know what the hell they're doing. I just know it looks pretty good. It looks good. Yeah, it looks. It, it, it definitely went, they did a little uh, Rob Zombie route with him in the psych ward. So I'm like, okay, that's kind of cool. And they talk about Loomis, how he got shot by Loomis and everything. So, I don't know, I want to see more. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of interesting to see it. I'm not like, oh, gun-ho, oh my god, I gotta see this right away. But I want to see more. So hopefully this does pay off. We'll see. I'm actually really excited about about it. Like, I was just talking to my brother Henry. I was just texting him, whatever, and he said the part that really got him like excited, like I gotta fucking see this movie, is the part where um the girls in the bathroom and he drops the che- the teeth over the stall. Yep. I was like, yeah, that that's that's something right there that'll get you a little excited for this movie. So yeah, that right there was like, okay, that was a good. It was a good trailer overall, though. It really was, and I hope it's not like. We've talked about this the last episode. We've probably discussed this in a few episodes about having high expectations for horror movies. And I have a very high expectation for this movie. I know I shouldn't, but it's like, it's one of those, it's one of those things where it's like, it's a classic horror movie. It's not just like they're coming out with a new horror movie, scariest movie in the world, blah, blah, all that bullshit. Like it's a classic movie. You grew up on these movies and it's like, you want this. These are the type of movies that 
it has to be done right. There's no middle ground. It has to be done right. I have high hopes for it. I know I shouldn't, and I'm just I can't wait to see it. Nice. Yeah, my, I'm keeping my my uh, hopes kind of low. Just eh, just keep it at the download. See how it goes. Like usually they give out the trailer and then all right, then they'll probably put on another trailer to show a little bit more. And you're like, oh, okay, now we're starting to build this up. So hopefully we'll see how it goes. I did like she had like a, a shooting range that she made with like plaster casts of yes. different like mannequins. That was like, good. Oh. Like, oh, here she goes. She's getting prepped. <laughs> that was good. And it's, man, I mean, I know there's no, we can only say what we've seen in the trailer, which really isn't much, but. I have high hopes for it, and what I'm actually hoping for with this is that this, excuse me, I hope this movie does really good in theaters. I hope it ends up being a really, really good movie, and I hope this makes it so, and I know people say I'm tired of remakes and reboots. I don't give a fuck. I hope this makes it so they finally, finally bring out another Friday the 13th movie. I know they did in 09, but it'll be nice for them to do one. And not necessarily copy what the Halloween thing's doing with the 40 years and all that, because that's kind of a different story, but kind of copy the It thing, how they did it. You know, obviously, it's a new movie that they did last year with It, but bring it, have it so it's like the 80s feel. Mm-hmm. But just, you, figure, you know what I mean? Like the 80s feel, I'd say with the Friday the 13th movie, have the practical, practical effects, updated, you know, more up-to-date stuff, but practical effects, but the 80s feel and all that, and just... Go all out with it. Like, make a really good, good movie. Make an excellent movie with this. They can do it. But I feel like with if Halloween does good, that might start making, you know, I'm not like, again, I'm saying I know some people hate. I love remakes and reboots. I really don't care what other people think about that. <laughs> but um, I feel like if this movie does really good, not even necessarily as good as it, because it did an excellent job, they Holy might do crap. a few it more. It blew the box office yes. away. That was yes. weird. This might make it so when they do, you know, their little reboots or remakes or whatever, they'll have more confidence in them. They'll put the right team around it and really go, you know, balls to the wall with it. Like, I want to see, um, real quick before we get into what we're going to talk about, uh, what the hell is it? Pet Cemetery. That, that was rumored to be a remake. They're supposed to be redoing that. And I believe, don't quote me on this, and I have a computer right next to me, a laptop. I just don't feel like looking it up. <laughs> but don't quote me on this. But I believe the same people who did it are going to be doing the Pet Cemetery movie, which would be great because I think they did a really good job with that. I heard that rumor too. And I didn't read the book of Pet Cemetery yet. I have it, but I'm going to start reading that eventually. And I'm kind of hoping. I like I said, I haven't read the book yet, but I'm hoping that they do kind of what they did with it, kind of make it more closer to the book. Not obviously not exact, but just closer to the book than they do to like the older movie, just because I think that'll give it that big. You know what I mean? It'll be a lot. It'll be better. Put it that way. It'll be a lot better. Mm-hmm. But uh, do you have anything you want to add to that? To either one of those movies? I know they're doing a remake of The Blob, which Ooh. I can't wait. Hopefully that will do well. Nice. Uh, what's his face? Um, Samuel L. Jackson's gonna be in it. Oh man, you know he's gonna say motherfucker in it. <laughs> This He's motherfucking gonna, yeah. blob. Yes. <laughs> and I hope I he know. does. <laughs> See, but I, I hope that does go through. There was It was a rumor, but now it says it's true and everything. So you never know with the internet. Yeah. And with the whole Pet cemetery thing, yeah, I, I read that whole... The book? The, oh, I've read the book a long time ago. I got to reread it. The book was really good. And, of course, I love the movies. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping that they do this right, too. If they did it right, and they did... Now we got to wait for Chapter 2 to come out. And hopefully Chapter 2 is even better than the first one. And the first one was real good. But yeah. I agree. I hope the, you, you hope that the, the sequels are better. Because as good mm-hmm. as that at, at the very least, I hope it's as good as the first one. If not better. I'll say that. Right. Well, we'll just wait and see. So hopefully we'll see. <laughs> yeah, we definitely will, man. So jumping into the Piranha movies, um, we could start out with, I guess, the 3D one. Okay. Oh, man. I'll, <laughs> I'll let you take the lead on this. So what were your thoughts on this movie? Uh-huh. I loved it. I saw this in the theater with my wife, and we did see it in 3D. Nice. It was actually, the shit came at you, which was awesome. <clears throat> 
just in the opening beginning, mm-hmm. um, this movie is pretty much Piranha 3D is kind of like the original, but also different. Because with this version, it starts with an underground tremor. And it opens up another underground lake underneath the lake. And then this underground lake has a bunch of prehistoric piranha that have been living there ever since. And they've been going against cannibalism and everything, eating each other to stay alive. So after this tremor, these piranhas are now loose in this giant lake during spring break, where there's a ton of college kids partying, drinking, boozing it up. So, of course, you got yourself a nice smorgasbord of gore coming in this film. (laughs) Uh, I love the cameos. Right in the beginning, you have Richard Dreyfuss in a boat singing Coming the Way to Go Home. What kind of nod to Jaws is was perfect for that? Everything. He's even drinking a beer called Amityville Beer. Nice. Because it takes place in Amityville for Jaws. Not mm-hmm. not Amityville, but um, how you say it? An- Amityville or whatever it is. For... I, know what I know what you're talking about. I just can't think of the the island or whatever. The place. I know it's like An- Annaville Island or anyway, but anyway, he's drinking a beer from that island from Jaws as well. So the whole first scene is completely homage to Jaws. And wow, you know what you're getting into right off the bat. <laughs> oh my goodness. Like, I loved the goriness, the viciousness. And I liked, you know what I liked about this movie? And it worked for this movie too, besides the gore and all that, was the, mm-hmm. the cheesy corny comedy in the movie was so fucking perfect for it. Like, it just fit. It made sense for this movie. Mm-hmm. And I just, I was just like, wow, this, I really like this movie. Like, it. <laughs> and freaking uh, Jerry O'Connell plays the most biggest dick in this whole film. He's mm-hmm. an asshole. <laughs> yeah, he perfect. does. He does. He, he did a great job at it. Yeah, Vin Reigns as the, um, the deputy, which yep, I freaking loved it. Hey, <laughs> you guys already know how we jump around with this podcast, so I'm just going to jump right to where he had he took the freaking thing off the boat, the motor, whatever. I don't know much about boats. The yeah, propeller so, thing. Yeah. Started that up. <laughs> I was like, everybody get out of the water. Just fucking turn that shit on. Just cutting up fish and fucking going. Oh, my God. That was so awesome. Yes. His, <laughs> it, oh, man, that movie was just cr- fucking. It was crazy. It was crazy, and it makes me want to stay out of water even more, even though I know it was a fake movie, but still, like, I, oh my gosh. It was just, so much shit went on in that movie, but it was like, it was one of those movies where it actually all fit together, because you had, like, a few different stories. You had the one kid who was supposed to be watching his his little siblings, mm-hmm. but the girl had invited him. He had, no, not the girl, the guy that, um, which Jerry O'Connell pretty much says, you know, Oh, we need a local to yeah. show us around. Yep. So he kept calling him Sandrat. He's like, come on, Sandrat. We're going to hire you to go on this boat to show us around. And he did. <laughs> and, like, he was a boy. He of course, kid don't, kids don't listen. He was, like, you know, telling his brother and sister, listen, stay home. Don't leave the house. Don't answer the phone. Here's 60 bucks. They, they got, they conned him out of 60 bucks. His mm-hmm. sister really did. His little sister. Of course they don't listen. As soon as he's gone good, what do they do? They hop in the boat. <laughs> they hop in a little canoe to go fishing. They get stuck on an island. <laughs> and oh. um, what was I gonna say? Like, it, oh, go ahead. Of course, he goes against his mom's wishes too and goes on the boat. Oh yeah. And uh, of course, the little kids get stuck. They gotta go rescue them. And of course, the big boat gets stuck. And of mm-hmm. course, it leads to everything for this. Oh yeah. So. Did you ever watch the special features to this movie? No, I didn't. I don't own it. I actually just watched it on the um the Fire Stick. Okay, there's a cool uh, doc, uh, commentary where they're um, talking and how they made this movie. The lake is in between California, uh, an Indian reserve, and I want to say Arizona mm-hmm. or whatever states near it. It's in three different areas. So they had to when they filmed it. They had to say, okay, this area, you can't be in the water to film. This area, you have to be in the water, but you can't be on the ground. So they were talking on how they had to do all these shots. I'm thinking, wow, they actually had to take a long time to make this movie. I thought that was really interesting in how they did that. 
yeah. especially like when little kids were on the island. Okay, they had to be on this spot, but then of course they had to move the boat over. I was wow. <laughs> but yeah. it was pretty cool because you also have a cameo of uh, Christopher Lloyd. I was yes. surprised that Christopher Lloyd was in this. He plays a future. fish expert slash owns an aquarium or a fish store or whatever local. I was waiting for him to say Great Scott. <laughs> Great Scott, look at these fucking piranhas. Oh, man, why didn't he say that? I was hoping he would say that, but unfortunately he didn't. I'm like, come on. But him as the fish expert played well because he was there. He understood what this piranha was. He had a giant fossilized fish to say, hey, this is a prehistoric piranha. This is actually the real original piranha. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, wow, they're going this route. Nice. So there's no mutation, there's no genetics or anything, nothing bred. They're just the real deal. Which was just, <laughs> you know what I did like too? The, what you brought up in being was the the lake under the lake. I thought that was a great idea. It was something different. Mm-hmm. And like, it was it was just cool because, it was, you know, they open the lake under the lake and then you have these prehistoric piranhas that are just fucking vicious little bastards. And the little egg, uh, the egg stalks, mm-hmm. there was just tons of them. You're like, oh, wow. Fuck. <laughs> and then when, he, when the diver hits the uh, the egg stalk, you see the little egg float around, and it, the camera pans off to it, and it shows the little egg embryo, and it, like, jerks and starts moving. It's like, uh-oh. This shit's real down here. <laughs> it's about to go down. <laughs> yes. It's about to go down. So, like, uh... Oh, man, I wish I could have seen this in, like, 3D, though. It would have probably been so much more amazing and fun, just the the aspect of seeing the shits jump out at you and just... The propeller scene, oh that's right in your face. It's like... That's awesome. You, unfortunately, you get a big dick in your face because when when a guy gets his dick bit off, it's floating there, and it's just floating in your face. You're like, yeah, <laughs> oh, great. There's a dick in my face. All right. Oh, shit. <laughs> And then the then the piranha eats it and burps up. Now I got a half bitten dick in my face. All right. <laughs> well, that's. I'm glad I didn't get. To, I'm glad I didn't have to see that in 3D. But still, like. <laughs> but still, a lot of the scenes were great in 3D. Like even like in the opening scene when they show piranha when um, Richard Dreyfuss was getting destroyed in this whirlpool. Mm-hmm. The 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 words come up right at you. It's like oh wow. Nice. I'm just sitting there going, oh, I look at my wife. My wife looks at me and going, this is going to be freaking insane. <laughs> and then, boom. In- oh, my goodness. Insane for this movie wasn't even the word. This was just, like, I'm wondering who came up with this idea for these for this movie. And we're going to be talking about the 78 one, which we can just throw in there right now, too. Like, who came up with this idea for the movie? I feel like it was a really good idea because you don't. <laughs> like killer piranhas, it, and the crazy thing about it is like, if you don't know about piranhas for real, this movie would really freak you the fuck out. I only know about piranhas because I watched River Monsters and I seen that guy catch them and swim with them and all this other crazy shit. But it's like these things, as soon as they felt a vibration in the water, that's it, they're coming. And if they, when they smelled blood, shit, oh my goodness, Which, eating frenzy. Brings me to, we can jump back and forth with this one in the 78 one. <clears throat> but what brings me to the one from 78, when they were, remember when they were on the um the raft? Mm-hmm. And uh, the, was it the kid's dad that was dead on the raft with them or like dying? No. Or was it the other No, that guy? was the, the doctor that was breeding the fish. Okay. Cause and it, kept the uh, thing going. Because I remember when his hand was in the water and the blood was, you know, they smelled the blood, so they started coming after the raft and, like, chewing up the raft, the ropes around the raft or whatever. I was like, wow, these these motherfucking fish. And they threw the body in the water, and the little kid, the thing that had me a little confused for a second, because I could have sworn the kid said, that's my father, but maybe he said, that's what happened to my father. No, he says, that's what happened to my father, but also he was going in kind of a shock. Okay. Because he's watched his dad get devoured. Yes, okay. And so he goes into shock. So he thinks that's his dad, too, as well. So that's why he's going, that's what happened to my daddy, but that's my daddy, because he's kind yeah, of losing it. Yeah, makes sense. That's what, that's what kind of got me a little mixed up with that. So I'm just like, holy shit, like, these fish are fucking incredibly vicious. <laughs> incredibly vicious i'm just i wasn't expecting it to be that gory and that vicious and i'm glad it was 
because it has to be for something like that. Like you can't have mm-hmm. a piranha movie being, you know, not <laughs> not what that was, I should say. And like the first one though, the one from seventy eight, you know, they the people the with the guy and the girl, I'm guessing they're dating. They're going on a little walk or whatever. I guess they're going on a nature walk. I don't know what the hell they're doing or camping. They see the sign, no trespassing. Of course they ignore it. Go under the fence. Go right. <laughs> they go right to the damn water. Like, I'm like, I'm thinking about I'll be thinking about something like, okay, we're in the middle of the woods, right? You see it's something that's fencing that says no trespassing. You don't go in it. <laughs> there's 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 usually a good reason for no trespassing. And to trespass at night is even worse. I'm like, you can't see shit. So mm-hmm. you okay, so you go in there. You see that there's water in there. Oh, yeah, the water's, you know, put their hand in the water. Yeah, we should just clean up in the water. Yeah, that's a great idea. The guy's kind of skeptical about it at first. Doesn't she call him, like, a chicken shit and push him in or something? <laughs> I know she pushes no, him in the water. No, they what? said the, uh, in the original there, she puts her hand in the water going, oh, the water's great. Let's go for a night swim. Okay. And he's like, oh, I don't know. She goes, like, come on. So he goes, okay, fine. So he dives in first, and then she dives in, and they're swimming, and... He's like, oh, my God, something bit me. And she's like, I didn't bite you. I didn't do anything to you. And all of a sudden, he starts getting attacked and gets pulled under the water. Then, of course, you pan to the moon, and all of a sudden, you hear her scream. Mm-hmm. Then all of a sudden, there's the end of the dock, and her hand, bloody hand comes up, and she yep. slowly goes back in the water. Which was <laughs> so great. So, so great. And that's why you shouldn't trespass, kids. Yeah, no, don't trespass. You never know what the hell. It could be a piranha. <laughs> you don't want to get eaten by a bunch of piranhas for trespassing, breaking no. the law. But um, yeah, I really did enjoy both of these movies, and like, now I want to see more piranha shit. <laughs> I really do. I'm like, okay, now I want to see more piranha movies. I want to see more like animal movies in general, at, you know, with the horror genre. But I'll just stick with the water, like the piranha move, more piranha movies, more shark movies. I actually. Well- for Piranha movies, you do have the 1995 TV remake of the original 1978 film. Okay. And, and actually stars, and that doesn't star, but it's Mila Kunis's very first movie role. Ooh. She plays a little girl. Wow, that's interesting. It's very and interesting. They did, <clears throat> in 81, they did Piranha 2 The Spawning, which supposedly James Cameron directed, but he only did a little bit of it. Mm-hmm. He's still under the name of it. It has to do with Piranha with that are mutated into flying fish. Holy so if you shit. want a B horror movie, Piranha 2 The Spawning. <laughs> I think we're going to have to, maybe not next episode, but I think we're going to have to do that one. And I watched, um, not I watched, sorry. I seen, I actually put it on my list, Jurassic Shark and Piranha Shark. I was like, what the fuck? Yes, I have to watch these soon. Yeah, it's the same film. Jurassic, two different names. Jurassic Shark and Piranha Shark? I think so. I'll have to check that <clears> out. Because I know in some case, like in like UK, they'll put one uh, one film as a different name. But it's the same exact. But it's the same thing, so you got to watch out for that. Okay. I'll check it out. Oh, oh no, I was, was going to say, I'm, I'll, I'm definitely going to check that out to see. Because after there I is watch... a, There is a sequel to the Piranha 3D movie. The Double D? <clears throat> Yeah, three double D as a sequel. I want to see that. I have that on my list too. I think it's all it's good, but it's not awesome. They could have made it even better. Okay, but it was still good. Not as gory yeah. or no, it's gory. It's got a lot of boobs and everything. It takes but place in a boobs. water park. Boobs and blood. No, <clears throat> a lot of boobs and blood. Well, in a water park. That that has to be interesting. I, <clears throat> now I gotta. Yeah, I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna watch it. <laughs> <laughs> you had me sold that boobs. Boobs and blood. <laughs> yeah, that one takes place in a water park. And it says right after the events of Lake Victoria, so they kind of continue it after this movie. Okay. And Sci-Fi Channel made a movie called Mega Piranha. <clears throat> wow. About piranhas that are, when they eat, they get bigger and bigger and bigger. <clears throat> so now they're eating, like, helicopters and boats and shit like that. It's, it's off the wall. Holy crap. What the hell am I watching? But it's fun. That... That's interesting. <laughs> That's funny though. They, uh, I'll tell you what; these movies were way, way better than um, Sharknado. 
<laughs> but I mean, that's not hard to do. I I can't help it when I talk about like a shark movie or you know something in the water that eats people. I always bring up that movie just because it was oh, man. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> I love underwater animal movies. They're just you're in their environment, so you like if you're on land, you could probably outrun certain creatures that are some, coming after you. Yeah, some, some. of them. <clears throat> but when you're in the water, you're not out swimming anything. No, they're in their environment. They can swim faster than anybody can. They're probably faster than Michael Phillips. Flips there, whatever his name is. Oh hell yeah! And they'll they'll devour you. And if you can't swim, you're done. So best bet: stay out of the water. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and in fact, well, I was actually for Piranha Two, just stay away from everything. I'll give you that. Because <laughs> they could fly. Flying fish piranhas. That's 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 something right there. It's so bad, but it's so good to watch. I know a lot of people don't like it. I love watching it. Uh, Scream Factory is going to be putting it out on Blu-ray soon, too. Really? Yep, I have the DVD, so I'll be upgrading that for sure. Speaking of which, not Scream Factory, but um, the horror pack thing. Mm-hmm. You know they have. I'm sure you've heard about it. They're doing a um a coffin box now. I signed up for it, so hopefully they said it was be shipping end of last month, but we haven't heard anything. I'm thinking about signing up for it. I want to see what I kind of want to see what they have in it, but I kind of want to sign up for it because I'm like, I know it's like a bi monthly thing now. Mm-hmm. But it's um I guess you get it. What is so? What is you get one movie, a shirt, uh, and then like shirt, a couple other. A- magazine i think right. for room morgue in a collectible and it's like twenty dollars i said okay i'll, I'll try it once I, I like to try at least like a blind buy once to see if i like it or not mm-hmm. like i did horror block for quite some time i liked it me too i loved it uh horror pack was okay but i have a lot of the movies so horror pack is awesome for people who don't have a huge collection so if they want to start collecting or start you know getting that I highly recommend doing a horror pack because mm-hmm. you get the four films. Uh, I did Loot Crate for a little bit, but Loot Crate kind of got a little stupid for me, so I canceled that. So I'm trying this out to see how this um, coffin box is. So I'm kind of excited. So hopefully this month we're supposed to get it. Oh, I definitely got to see an unboxing when you do it. Yep, I'll be definitely doing an unboxing. I can't wait. And, like, like I'm, I'm thinking about it, but maybe I'll wait and see what you get first, because I just want to see what they have, you know, like what you'll possibly get. I know it's gonna be different every month, but my main, my main thing, honestly, is I love horror shirts. Mm-hmm. Absolutely love them, and it's like, if I can find a box that's between twenty and thirty dollars a month or every other month or whatever, and get an awesome shirt every single time, I'm cool with that because you're paying. Just for the shirt alone, if you're buying online, you're paying about $25, $30. Right. Around there. And that includes, um, you know what I mean? And that's before that. Sometimes that's even before shipping. So it's like, if I can get mm-hmm. that shirt, a movie, a magazine, and a couple of little horror trinkets, hey, why not? You know? Yeah. I'm kind of excited. So I hopefully we get some information on when this is getting shipped. So once it gets shipped, there will definitely be an unboxing. I cannot <clears throat> wait, man. I cannot wait. So, with these two uh, fishy movies that we wa- <laughs> that we watched here, you know, you got like I said, you, with the three D one, you got the guy who's thinking with the wrong head, pretty much, because he goes on the boat and a bunch of crazy shit happens, and it's like. When, or not when, how, you know what's weird is, like, how come people don't really know too much about it? You know what I mean? Like, the, um. For what? For the, uh, the piranha, for the piranhas. Oh, for, uh, and the, for the uh, 3D? Yeah. I think it's just because it happens so quick. Because okay. it happens within a, a day. Because when, um, Rush, uh, when Refer Dreyfus there gets killed... They're already starting their feeding. So mm-hmm. the next day they find the body they find that body at night. Then the next day, that's when everything all just hits. Okay. That's when the the big attack occurs. Uh that's when they capture the fish in the beginning. So it's like all in one day pretty much. Okay, yeah, that's that's true. But if 
that's one thing I feel like with this one I'll say is if they had like a um I know everything happened so fast like you're just saying, but like say if they had like a a, a story as far as or like a maybe not even you could say a true story, like a rumor story, you know, like they have the campfire stories of like you know, mm-hmm. there's piranhas in this lake. There used to be piranhas in this lake, like, say, millions of years ago, or let's say hundreds of years ago. And somehow we got them blocked off under the lake in another lake. Just just to have that, not necessarily build up, because it started out crazy, but, you know, just to, ha- just to have something, there, a little something nah. there, I guess. I don't, I don't, I don't think this needed it. You don't what think so? What it was, it was just, it just there. No one knew about an underground uh, lake. The lake? So no one knew anything about that. Just... It was just a lake on top of a lake. <clears throat> a lake on top Earthquake of hit, and that's what it opened up, and that's when all chaos just occurs. Like, oh. it just goes from, like a normal day. Let's say you go in the woods, and you don't hear anything. Like, you're having a good old time, then all of a sudden, maybe a little earthquake happens, and something comes from the ground, and it starts attacking people. Yeah, that's but true, there, too. But there's no, like, folklore or anything. You don't hear anything, so you're like, nah, whatever. This just happens. Mm-hmm. This is what this movie was. It just happens. So there's no backstory to like there's no like you know any uh uh what's the word i'm trying to think there's no warn like specific warnings like oh there's no sea monster or anything yeah. like that no you got you got, it, a point there. you got a point there with that because it does it does give it like more of a oh shit factor without that extra right. story to it which it that again it worked for this movie so well and it's it's funny though because like i really i'm not saying i I was iffy going on going in on these movies. Well, actually, I was iffy on going in on the the 3D one because I watched that one first, and then with the 78 one, I was like, you know what? I already know it's gonna be a fun movie, because you know how sometimes you go in on these. Well, it can be any type of horror movie, but say with a lower budget movie or the B movie, you're like, uh, I'll watch it, and then you you watch it and you don't like it. So I'm like, I was like, oh shit, I hope this is good and shit. Well, then like what the first 10, 15 minutes, if that, you hear some, you see some shit going on. I'm like, okay, this. This this right here works. This I like this. Mm-hmm. I like this. Like this was one of those movies where like it can't it can't have a slow burn to it because the type of movie it is. No. Like there was just a bunch. I mean, there, there was some quote unquote slow parts, but they weren't too bad. You know, there were there were the little comedy parts that you needed for this movie, and it was like there's always something going on. Always something going on. But the kids getting you know, but the kids getting um, trapped on a little island. You know, the brother going off with the girls and having his little fun. But there was always, there was like always something kind of going on, which I enjoyed. And just, I don't know. I'm glad I watched it, though. I can definitely tell you that. I can definitely tell you that. What do you got to say about it? Um, my only one gripe was they never showed the one guy get killed. The one that had the uh, sunscreen on his nose. He was the cameraman. Oh, I'm trying to think. When the boat runs into the rocks, the okay. blonde chick, Jerry O'Connell, and the guy with the sunscreen on his nose all fall in the water. Mm-hmm. And of course, you see the blonde girl getting devoured, and Jerry O'Connell throws her back into the piranha so he can get away. But you don't see anything happen to him. But unfortunately, you don't see him for the rest of the movie, so I've kind of figured, well, he got eaten. <laughs> That's true. I kind of like, oh, where's his? Unless they had to cut it for uh, scenes. But I wish they showed him get killed. Yeah. But he did. Yeah, they, they, you're right about that. But the rest of the movie is so much fun to watch. Uh, you got this huge people partying on boats, all these girls dancing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got the one girl parasailing topless. And, uh, you know, what college kids would be doing? Drinking, partying, boozing up. And, of course, not listening to law enforcement saying, you know, you need to get out of the water. You need to do this. I also love the cameo of Eli Roth in this movie as well. Yes, he was another the, cameo. Oh, what the hell was he? He was the wet T-shirt announcer. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Which was and, cool. Uh, <laughs> again, his death scene was fantastic. His head gets crushed between two boats while he was in the water getting bitten. <laughs> not, it not just bad. crashed. I was like, holy fuck. But uh, you got a lot of little cameos in this. Again, this movie is awesome if you love boobs, blood, and gore because it has it all. I love all uh, three. Again, it's kind of like a remake from the original, mm-hmm. but they added their great twist to it being underground water versus government-made piranha. Uh, takes place in this type of lake. 
and of course during spring break. Oh, fantastic Perfect film. The, if you chance to get the Blu-ray, highly recommend the Blu-ray. It's beautiful. Uh, comes with the 3D version and the 2D version. Nice. And uh, got a lot of cool commentary and stuff to it. Overall, out of a possible 10... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I know we're probably not doing ratings. I'm, I'm jumping ahead. <laughs> oh, man. I'm, <laughs> I'm just sitting here listening like this. It was an exciting movie for both of them, and we can jump right into the uh, ratings if you want, and we can keep discussing it or whatever after, too. Um, so how many uh, how many Piranha Bites would you give this movie? Uh, nine out of ten. Nine out of ten? Ooh. 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 That's... I'm... Shit. I'm damn near right there with you. I think I'm going to have to give it an 8.5 out of 10, though, for the 3D nice. one. And then for the 78 one, shit. It's pretty much up there with it, honestly. Like, it wasn't it wasn't bad at all. You know? Like, I love the gore from it. I liked how... um, You know what I did like about the 78 one, too? Was the, the little girl that was, like, scared to go in the water the whole time. She sees mm-hmm. people in trouble. She gets grabs a raft and goes, and, you know, she helps everybody. And, like, it was just, <laughs> both these movies were done, well done. I'm going to give them both an 8.5, actually. 8.5 Piranhas out nice. of 10 Piranhas. Uh, with the original, too, we didn't really talk much about it, but the original is a government testing um, yeah. piranha, and they were going to use it for the wars and everything, and they kept them in this little pond. Well, this woman was hired to find the original backpackers that mm-hmm. were uh, killed in the beginning. She opens up the pond to drain it. And, of course, they're like, no, don't do that. <laughs> yep. And, of course, that's what gets piranha into this uh, stream or this weird lake. And uh, you have some pretty good kills on this one as well. Plus, you have two different, like in the remake, the 3D version, you have your giant uh, spring break all-attack gore scene. Here, you kind of have two of them. You have the little kids and their, the water race. And then you have the opening of the resort later on. Yeah. And you the- kind of feel sorry for the kids because, you know, they're getting attacked by the piranha. A couple of them don't make it. It shows the one guy covering up a little kid's uh, corpse. So they kind of went the way, like, you know what, we got to kill some kids. <laughs> Which because. <laughs> I wasn't mad at that, though, because it's like. I wasn't mad either. It, it's, it sucks when that happens in movies, you know, but it, it worked for this because it wouldn't have made sense if none of them if none of them did die in it. Like, if they were just like, okay, so somehow all these kids are in the water, but nothing happens to any of them. Right. So it was it was very, it was fun. It was cool, funny. And, like, I liked how the kids acted in a movie, like how they were, like, you know, when all that shit's going down, how they actually looked scared. They're, like, screaming and mm-hmm. hollering and all that stuff because sometimes, I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm not, like, I'm an actor, but sometimes kids don't cooperate. We all know that right. part. And, like, they they did it real well, and they really, like, I wasn't really... When that, what, as a matter of fact, when that scene started to come up with the kids in the water and the piranhas were near, I was thinking, I was like, are they going to take it this far to where they're going to actually kill, kill them? Or are they going to have, like, maybe one of the adults die, maybe one kid get bit but not die? But no, they, they fucking, they went with it and it, mm-hmm. it really worked for this movie. Like I said, it's, it's not like a, um, like, you know, I'll say, like, with slasher fix, nine times out of ten, they're not going to really harm the kids. They'll, they'll scare them. Perfect example, Friday the 13th part. Was it five? Five? No, 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 not that one. Part five was one with the kids in it, but there was another one. Part four. Remember, remember, yeah, is that the one where the little girl was praying? Or no, 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 that was six. Nope, that was six. Part six, six remember, where Jason came in the cabin. The girl sees him. She starts praying. Now they meet down to sleep, and he like gets all up in her face and just looks at her, and he hears something outside and goes back outside. Like mm-hmm. for slashers. I'm not saying it's unnecessary, but it's not as necessary. But for a movie like this, it just fits. It it, it really did. It was cool. Mm-hmm. Fun fucking I love movie. some of the comedy in this, too, with uh, the general. He's boarding the uh, the raft at the end. And this big woman comes up to him and goes, Oh, are you a cur- uh, general now? And he's like, No, I'm a colonel. Oh, why is that? And he's like, Politics. And he walks <laughs> away. He goes, Fat cow. <laughs> Yes. Wow. It was unnecessary, but I mean, shit. If that's how he felt, he felt. 
He has the right one to my, feel that way. One of my favorite lines in the original was when Dick Miller's on the phone with the, I think, the, uh, maybe a TV show. His, his assistant comes up to him and goes, sir, the piranha. He goes, what? Don't mind me about the piranha. He goes, sir, the piranha. And he puts the phone down and goes, what about the piranha? They're eating the guests, sir. <laughs> yes. And he said it so calm. Like, look, look. Yeah, it's so calm. They're, just like, they're eating the guests, sir. Like a casual... Uh-oh. Like a casual comment, like yeah, um, yeah, these piranhas, man, they're eating the guests. Like he didn't seem like me. I'll be like, yo, the piranhas are fucking eating people out there, motherfucker. Get out there, let's <laughs> shut the shit down. Come, like, come on, like let's show some emotion, let's get hype. But he's like, yeah, they're eating the guests. Like that happened. The way he said it was like this shit happens every day. It's just normal. Like oh, again. <laughs> All right, they're eating the guests. You told me not to worry about it. Yep. So I'm not worrying about it. Oh man, it was uh, this fucking movie, man. Both of them. People, here's another one. People eat fish. Fish don't eat people. <laughs> like, yes, these motherfuckers do, because there's people getting eaten out there. Yes. And these are um, based on real piranha from, I think, near Africa or something. Okay. But they took, like, African piranha, and they mutated them so they can live in salt water and in normal water, which I thought was pretty neat. I did, too, and that really pointed out to me Towards the end, the late remember the lady that was in the movie. Oh, what the hell was what was her name? But she was like a fish expert, so some sort of expert. And how they were asking her, like, can these? What if they get into the ocean? Can they live in the ocean? And she said no, but she had this look on her face, like, yes, they can, and I hope they do get to the ocean because she didn't look like because the camera like zoomed in on her face after she said this. This was like Mm -hmm. towards the end of the movie, and then you hear, then they show a picture, they show the ocean. And then you hear that. I love that ending. They show it's just the ocean, and then you hear it. You hear the music, whatever the hell that shit was with the piranhas coming around, that little noise that they do, or whatever the fuck it was. You hear it. And I'm like, holy shit, what the fuck is gonna happen next? <laughs> Does this go into the sequel? And you're saying they're flying fish now, so that's fucking awesome. It's different though with this one. They're in a. I forgot exactly where they're located. But they find a sunken ship, and in this, in this one, they were bred on the ship mm-hmm. that was sunk, and all the eggs were in the boat. So the original doesn't go into the remake. It doesn't go into the sequel. Oh, the sequel's man. completely different. I mean, I know either. I know either way. It's probably still going to be a fun movie, but it would have been cool if that went into these motherfuckers being in the ocean because the ocean's mm-hmm. fucking huge. <laughs> Like, it's like, how do you stop these? And it, you know what made it cool, too? <clears throat> Is if, like, obviously if they're attacking people, that's, like, the main thing. But if they're attacking other sea life, like, fucking sharks and shit, and, whale, you know, whales here and there, sharks, all mm-hmm. that other shit. So they're like, what the fuck's going on? And say, I don't know, they fucking, they they check the, um, you know, like, the bite radius of the fish. And, like, okay, well, this looks like the bite from a piranha. Like, oh, no, piranhas don't go in the ocean. Maybe somebody's fishing, they catch a piranha, reel it in, but instead of them, you know, say the piranha gets off, say they reel it in, get their hand bit or something, they're trying to take it off the thing, and it goes back in the water. Just, That'd be cool. Just I'll just say maybe a beach great white. Put a uh, great white on the on the beach, and they're like, what the hell killed a great white? Oh. And they're thinking maybe, you know, well, the birds got to it, this, that, so they can't really measure anything mm-hmm. until, like, they see, like, certain maybe a fish comes out of the carcass. And they're like, what the fuck is that? Is that a piranha? <laughs> it's still alive? That's, yeah, you still alive. Say, Okay, so, yes. I like that, too. I like that a lot. But with the ocean, it's it's so big and huge. They'll just go anywhere and everywhere. Yeah. But, like, and I loved how they ended it with uh, the, the pan of the ocean. Mm-hmm. You got some people swimming or playing in it. Then you have the sound of the piranha, and then it just goes red. It's like, ha, 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 Yeah, That's awesome. That was, oh, man, that was great. That was so great. And Did you know there was a, a lawsuit with this movie and Jaws? Really? Yep. Uh, since Jaws was made first, Roger Corman wanted to take the box office of Jaws and make his own film. So mm-hmm. that's when they used uh, Piranha instead. Well, I think it was Universal. Whoever owned Jaws was going to sue them. Steven Spielberg, not Steven Spielberg, but who uh, who directed Jaws? Um, shit, 
uh, great. He saw the film mm-hmm. and he loved it. He said, "Nope, this is not a a remake of my film, not a uh, deal." So he said, "Just keep it the way it is." Nice. Oh yeah, it was Steven Spielberg, duh. And um, jeez, it happens. So Steven Spielberg saw the film. He loved it himself. He goes, nope, this is perfect. Leave it alone. And they dropped the lawsuit. That's that's a fun little fun little fact right there. I like that. So, okay. Which spawned many more aquatic horror films. Like which, all these shark films are based off Jaws. Like The Italians made a bunch of shark movies. Uh, there's one movie called... Uh, Cruel Jaws, okay? Cruel Jaws. This movie is actually plagiarism to the extent. This movie takes scenes from Jaws 1, Jaws 2, The Last Shark, Deep Blood, and I think one more, and they make a movie out of certain scenes out of it. Wow. It's all plagiarism. You can only probably find like a bootleg of it. They were... And uh, I actually have a copy. I watch them going, holy shit, that's from Jaws 1, or that's from Jaws 2, and such and such. So yeah, it's complete plagiarism all over it. Wow. That one got a lawsuit, and uh, that's not allowed to be over in the U.S. Like, no company can release that film. That right there, <laughs> that's just funny, because it's like, how would, why would you even do some dumb shit like that? Like, nobody's going to notice. Right. Like, okay, you definitely stole scenes from these movies. Oh, no, They're no. Try and make a quick buck, probably, to say, hey, no one's going to notice this scene from Jaws. Let's throw that in there. And, oh, we'll take this scene from Jaws, too. We'll throw that. No one's probably heard of this movie. Let's throw a couple scenes from The Last Shark in there. Or from Deep Blood, we'll throw a couple scenes from that in there and make our own little film. Nope. And they caught it. It makes, I do want to see it now, just because you brought that up. Cruel Jaws, I'm going to have to look that up. <laughs> it's so bad. Oh man. So jumping into back into the to the water with these fish. <laughs> would you recommend these movies? Absolutely. I'm gonna have to say yes, I would also. And uh we did the rating. Um What would you like here's the one I got for you. A matchup. Piranhas verse Blank. Who do you fill in that blank with? That's hard because the piranhas will just devour anything and everything. True. Wow. Piranhas versus and I snakes. Snake. Oh. Interesting. Like have a bunch of aquatic snakes just if they can get together and team up these snakes and go against the piranha who knows maybe it could be they'll fight each other and they both kill each other off and that's how they end the film these snakes are poisonous they can bite but if they get eaten they could they send poison too so maybe it's some kind of weird type of snake versus these piranhas so mm. that's what i'm gonna go for snakes versus piranhas that has a ring to it <laughs> <laughs> it really does shit i had one in mind damn <clears throat> wow now I got. Th- I have to think of one. I'm putting myself on the spot now. Piranhas. Let me think. Piranhas. 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 Who would I want to see a piranha fight? Piranhas fight. Oh, shit. <clears throat> what about um. Sharks. Piranhas versus sharks. There you go. Just because. I mean, it would be a wacky, crazy movie. Wouldn't make no damn sense, which it doesn't have to. No. Nope. But I'll say. To kind of make it make sense, we'll do like a bull, because sh- a bull shark can go in fresh or salt water. So a bull shark, they're also very, they're also, as far as from what I've heard, like more, they're more aggressive sharks than, you know, great whites and all that. They're like the most aggressive shark. So, you know. Yeah, I'd, that'd be cool. I'm not sure if they go up the stream to breed or what they do when they go in the river. But you know they go in there, and let's say that let's say it's more than one shark because a hundred piranhas versus one shark, the piranhas are gonna get that. A few piranhas will get eaten, but the piranhas are gonna get that. So let's say it's a few sharks and a bunch of piranhas and shit. They fucking fight till the death. <laughs> That'd be cool. That'd be fun. Oh, 
there is another movie out there that Sci-Fi Channel put out. I just remembered. It's called Piranha Sharks. Piranha Sharks. Yeah, that's it's, that's the one I was the, talking about. On um, I found it on my fire stick earlier too. I didn't watch it, yet, but it's it's called Piranha Sharks. Because they have Jurassic Piranha, and, or no, sorry, Jurassic Shark and Piranha Shark. Oh, maybe. Oh, oops, duh. I forgot all about that. <laughs> so I, I want to check those out. And let's, with this, seeing that we've discussed the movies, I know you're thinking of something. I'll let you keep brainstorming, but let's think of some other fun animal matchups, land or land, air or water, so to speak, if we can think of anything. And um, I'll throw. How about this? I'll throw out an animal. You throw out an animal. You want to see it fight? And I'm gonna say, shit. Let me think of a fucking animal now. I'll say aquatic. I'll say an alligator. Okay. And then I gotta come up with what the alligator will fight. Yeah. Well, they already did a giant snake movie. They already did a shark movie against an alligator. Oh, I like to see a giant alligator versus a giant snapping turtle. Ooh. I don't know, the shell, if it's big enough, it'll protect it. But the snapping turtle can go against it and maybe have a cool fight. Like, have the, the turtle, not like a basic turtle, mm-hmm. but like a badass. Like, it has spikes on the side. It can spin around. It can has this big, sharp beak. It can be a little faster, like some kind of mutant type of turtle. Well... I mean, I know they don't get... That's fun, though. I know they don't get as big as a gator, but they do have uh, alligators. So it can be like a mutated alligator snapping turtle because those do exist, and they're fucking big mm-hmm. and vicious and mean. That would be fun. It would have to be a few of them, though, but like you're saying, a big, giant, mutated turtle. Fucking another government experiment. There you go. Oh, man. All right. You want to throw out an animal, and then I'll guess, or I'll try to think of a matchup for it? Jellyfish. Jellyfish. This would be like a school of jellyfish. Okay. Mm-hmm. What kind of? Hmm. <laughs> wow, that's 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 out there, man. That's that's something. I'll say a barracuda. Okay. Big jagged tooth motherfuckers, because the jellyfish they sting, and all that shit. That would be fun. I'm gonna go with. Polar bear. Polar bear. A giant walrus. <laughs> nice. <laughs> fucking nice. I don't buy work, but those walruses got those big ass. The fucking teeth thing. The tusks. tusks. Yes. And it just, you know, maybe you could slap the polar bear around and they just battle each other out. That would be fun. Because that can go. Ah, I like what you did there. Well, both of <laughs> us. Because that can go land or water. Land and water. Right. So, it's on you again, man. All right. Let's do a... Oh, man. It's kind of hard with a spot. We'll try to come up with some weird animal. I know. I kind of have one in mind, but I want to see what you're going to say first. Let's go smaller. Let's do an insect, like a centipede. Ooh. Centipede? Yep. Well, I'm going to say a praying mantis. That will be cool. That's interesting right there. I wasn't even thinking insects. <laughs> I was thinking um, my next one was actually going to be a um, a koala bear. Or <laughs> I had I had a koala bear versus something or killer koalas. <laughs> if, you're going, if you're going killer koalas, I gotta go. I got to have a fight against a killer kangaroo. Oh, man, <laughs> that We're would be on. ridiculously hilarious. Probably a horrible movie, but I'd watch it. <laughs> I would too. A killer koala versus a killer kangaroo. That sounds like one of those things where you have killer koalas, killer kangaroos, and then you then you do the versus movie. Yes, it has to be in Australia. <laughs> It has to be in Australia. (laughs) Holy shit. Okay, so we both said we'd recommend this movie. I would definitely rewatch this movie again. And, um... I I know how many times I've I've watched these films, so 
to me, it has a big rewatch value. It really does. Uh, all of them do. So I definitely would highly recommend checking these movies out. Me, yes, yeah, definitely me too. Because, like I said, they're they're fun movies, and it, it's just if you like, like you said, blood, boobs, and gore, you're gonna enjoy this movie. And throw some water in there, and it just it. it oh shit! What was I saying? Hang on. Okay, got my thoughts together. What I was trying to say was, it seemed like, like when you just hear the title of this movie, you're like, "Oh man, this movie's gonna be fucking stupid. It's gonna be corny." And you're watching it, you're like, "This movie should not fucking work, but it works so well. How mm-hmm. and why? Because it does. Like that's it. Just does. And it was just. It was good. It was really amazing. Probably one of the. Um, I mean, I know I say this a lot, but this is. This is to me, and I know it's a different budget, different quality movie, but Thanks Killing is like one of my favorite freaking animal killer movies right now. And to me, it's up there with that movie. And for me, that's saying a lot. You've seen Thanks Killing. You know that budget wasn't expensive, but just. The, I think, like, with Thanks Killing, the reason why I like that movie so much is the funny factor in that movie. Because that fucking turkey just... We have to do that. I know it's coming... We're going to be doing this around November, people. I'm going to say it now. We have a couple ideas coming up. I'm just going to throw you this one right now because we're going to discuss some more. But uh, when holidays come up, we're either going to do it for the month of that holiday or maybe, like, one or two episodes of holiday horror movies. Haven't decided 100% yet, but it'll be coming out there. And that was actually Matt's idea. So <laughs> I can't freaking wait for that. Oh, man, that's going to be so fun. Is there any Independence Day horror movies? Uh, there's <clears throat> Uncle Sam. Okay. That takes place on, like, 4th of July. Oh, that takes place more on 4th of July. <clears throat> well, Independence Day is 4th of July, so yeah. Yeah. Well, you got the Independence Day movies. They're more sci-fi, but they're got that horror element being alien invasion and everything. I mean, yeah, true. If um, if there's not too many, another thing I was I'm thinking right now, and yes, I know we're recording, but um, summer slashers. There's so many summer slashers. Fine. Like uh, you, where's that damn notebook? I actually wrote in it. You've seen it. <laughs> But, um, blah, 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 where is it? Like, House Shark, Pool Party Massacre. Maybe maybe we could do movies like that. Like, the real, you know, summer craziness, slasher shit. But, uh, anything else you want to talk about that you got hmm. in mind, or... Uh, pretty much no. Like, oh, I forgot to give my rating for the original Piranha. Whoops. You did. I so, didn't. Ooh, wow. Bad on me. Uh, I give this one an eight and a half okay. out of ten for the original. It's great flick. Uh, again, you got to have some boobs. You got some gore. You got a piranha eating right up that. There's a tit scene and a piranha's eating the tit. You're like, ow. Yes. <laughs> I got to watch the uh, special features on that one and how they did it. Mm-hmm. They actually had the prana attached to sticks, so they can you know jab and everything to get underneath, because they had a lot of issues filming too, like uh, water damaging the cameras. Okay. Uh, they couldn't get certain scenes right, and I actually got to meet Belinda Belinsky really? uh, several years ago. She was the girl that gets killed by the prana on the, on the raft during the kid scene, mm-hmm. and she was telling me. And then I watched the commentary and the kind of like a interview with her Mm -hmm. yeah they had piranha taped to her so when she went under the piranha were near her so you could see the piranha like all taped around her but you can't see the actual taping wow so like oh that's how they did that one but when they were attacking the raft they had piranhas on sticks and the sticks were out of the water so the piranha were underwater and they were jabbing the sticks underneath to make it look like the uh, piranha were attacking the logs like that's a really cool idea. That really is. Like, that's creative. That's that's again, it's like a practical effect though versus some CGI bullshit. So you just love it even more. Mm-hmm. That's wow. So you give this one a, a point five less than the other one. <laughs> yes. 
I gave them both the same rating. They're both fun movies, like we both said. Definitely, definitely rewatchable. Highly recommend to watch. And I really need to start watching more uh, cheesy, if you want to call it that, animal movies, killing things or people. Oh, I got a ton of killer animal films. That's like one of my favorite nature run amucks. They're so fun. Oh, they're so much fun. Okay. Especially in the 70s. The 70s boomed since Jaws hit. Mm -hmm. After Jaws hit, that's boomed the whole killer animal uh, franchise, pretty much. Not franchise, but the whole... Like that genre of it. The genre, that's the word. Which makes sense, because it's like, everybody wants to do what's hot. Like, speaking of Jaws, Jaws was like one of the fucking biggest blockbusters of all time. So everybody's Mm -hmm. like, you know what? They came out with a fucking shark movie. I'm going to come out with a fucking piranha movie. I'm going to come out with a fucking whatever. Killer Eagle. <laughs> wow. If you've seen the movie Grizzly, they took a, a bear and they did it on the vein of Jaws. But instead of being in the water, they did it on land. Ooh. Which was pretty cool. Nice. I might have to check that out. you never seen Grizzly? I didn't. I did hear about it recently, oh. but I didn't see it. Oh, Grizzly. Grizzly's awesome. Oh, shit. It's another one of those. It's a... It's a uh, remake of Jaws, but this one, instead of being on water, it's on land, but it's a giant grizzly bear doing all the attacks and everything. But it's not like back-to-back of Jaws, though. There's differences, but... Yeah, yeah. No, I know what you mean, though. Then it had, like, what, Day of the Animals came out. That's got a couple killer hawk scenes. (laughs) I want to see a a freaking... Now that you mentioned, I want to see a killer bird movie. Uh, Alfred Hitchcock's The Birds. That's one. Uh, you have Caw, which was a sci-fi channel about killer ravens. Wow. Uh, let's see, killer birds. Uh, there's one called Beaks. That was an Italian version of The Birds. Bunch of birds just killing people. Uh, let's see, what else was there for birds? There's one about giant, like, prehistoric ostrich birds. Nice. That 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 right there. It's a sci-fi channel flick. Caught my fancy right there. <laughs> There's just <laughs> I don't I know. Just stay away from Birdemic. Oh my god, that movie's just. There's two of them. There's they're awful. They're awful. Oh, awful. That's. Oh man. These the animal ones. They're just so freaking. They're funny too. That's another mm-hmm. thing, because they're so wild and crazy and make no fucking sense, but they're funny and they work. And again, I know I keep bringing it up, people, but thanks, Killing. Go watch that one and go watch part three, which I haven't seen yet, but I'm going to soon. And it's just, like, with, with that movie alone, the turkey scenes, every time the turkey's in the scene, I'm damn near laughing, because it looks ridiculous. It looks horrible. And it's just, I'm just like, how the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I don't want to. I'll wait till we get into that movie, till we talk about that movie to get into it. Because there's so many. That movie has so many quotes. Like, I'm definitely going to make sure I have these quotes for this movie. No, fucking first. All right. Last thing I'm going to say about it for now. First <laughs> fucking scene of the movie. First line. Nice tits, bitch. The very first line. I was just like, when I seen that and heard that, and I've said this before, I'll probably say it again. I was like, I'm in. <laughs> I am in. Yes. I'm glad I freaking found this. Actually, my boy um from work, my boy James, shout out to James, is the one who showed me, told me about this movie. So shout out to him. And uh, man, we can end, I'm I'll talk to you for a few more for a little bit though. But we can end this episode now, man. If you want, you got anything okay. else you want to say, or you good? I'm pretty good. All right, man. Um, you can go ahead and plug your plug your podcast, plug your page, plug your Instagram. Okay, again, if you haven't, please check out my YouTube channel, which is uh, You and Your Horror Movies. I'm also on Instagram. Same thing, without any spaces. For some reason, Instagram doesn't like spaces. So it's You and Your Horror Movies. Also, if you haven't, checked out another podcast I'm on called Cinema Attack, where it's on horrorphilia.com, where we talk about all different types of cinema, and we attack it pretty much. Yes, they definitely do. Um, just to go on, Matt, watched, I watched a little bit of his YouTube videos. He knows his shit, so go check, the, go check that out. Thank you. 
His Instagram is fun. He's just getting. He just got on there not too long ago, but he's still building on there. But his Instagram is fun. Check him out on there. Check out the podcast. Their podcast is fun. I listened to a few episodes of that, and I'm I enjoyed every single episode that I listened to so far. And uh, there will be like we have discussed this. I've talked to Matt. I've talked to um I don't remember who I talked to on your podcast, but we're gonna do some we're gonna be doing some cross plat podcasts or whatever the hell you want to call it in the future. Nice. And I can't wait for that. And I actually want to discuss more about that when we end this episode. So um, you already know where you can find me, Horror with Sir Sturdy on Facebook. My page, go like that. The group, join that. Um, I'm on Instagram. It's horror underscore with underscore sir underscore sturdy. They don't like spaces or dots, apparently, on Instagram. So go check me out on there. Um, If you're into horror video games and all that and you play the PS4... What the hell is my PSN? I think it is Sir Sturdy. On I think it is too. But I can just double check. Yes, it is. Sir, sorry, it's Sir underscore Sturdy. Again, they don't like periods or freaking spaces, so check me out on there. Matt's also on there. What's your PSN again? Uh, it's uh, Horror underscore Collector. And I pretty much just play Paladins. I just bought a uh, another game. I bought a Sega Genesis Collection. Okay. But I'm, I try to find some cool horror films. Like I bought Friday the 13th for the PlayStation 4. That's pretty fun. It's hard. Yeah, I need but. to get that. Right now, my main one I've been playing is um, Resident Evil 5 for the PS4. Oh, nice. It's on there? Yeah. And it's you've played it before, right? For the older stuff? I've played the older ones. Resident Evil 5 is fun. Um, it's a co-op game. There's more you could do in it, but I I highly recommend part five. Miss shit. You get it, me and you can play on there. Cool. But um anyway, people, we're gonna get going. So again, Instagram, Facebook, uh, you got our YouTubes, which my YouTube is horror with Sir Sturdy. Um, I told you the Instagram, told you the Facebook, and soon, within the next few days, I am gonna make a Twitter and I'll let you guys know about that because I'm trying to get this podcast spread out everywhere. And uh, Matt, again, man, thank you so much for being on. No problem. Thank you for having me again. It was awesome. Fucking great-ass time. And uh, everybody else, if you're still listening, thank you for listening. Keep downloading. Keep sharing. Keep spreading the love. Keep the support up. I really appreciate it. And as always, I'll see you in your